0: hey hey everyone this is dan the gm bringing you episode 120 of what the Dice. and i think it is time for a little listener shout out This one comes from the world of the What the Dice Discord tracks. Thank you for joining us on our Discord. Thank you for joining us each and every week. And if you want your very own shoutout, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or join us on our Discord, where we've got tons of stuff going on, including you can put names in and help us develop our next season's NPC loadouts. For Shadowrun, we're going to be looking for runners, fixers, bars, shops, things oh, plenty I have a very big world to build, and my brain is not that deep. So, join our Discord, and to do that, don't forget whatthedice.weebly.com, and you can join us there, as well as a bunch of other cool stuff we got going on. That's all I got. So enjoy this week's episode of What the Dice. As we walk up to the storyteller's campsite, the fire is burning bright. As we look up, the sun is slowly disappearing on the horizon. We can feel the warmth of the fire. We can hear the world around us fade into just flame and ocean. The storyteller slowly opens his book, and he looks at us giving us a dark and wild smile. Well, well, my friends, it seems as if the adventurers have found something. A beam of light that can turn things to ash. A man calling them, as Kalila calls it, fish bait. And a weapon that can deal with different types of elements explosive in this strange gel. He seems to be guarding something, believing that he has met the team before and that there's some unfinished business that he must deal with. Well, friends, the battle rages on. Let us continue the tale. Sit back, relax, and hear me tell. So, in the last episode, you guys made it down into the engine rooms only to see this giant machine that you guys had nothing, no clue what it was. Kalila stuck an arrow into the beam of light it was portraying, and it just instantly disintegrated. You find a giant red button, you go to shoot it or go to press it, and something shoots across it, almost hitting the fibulus in the hand. Battle commences as you guys hear a strange music thumping from the strange wind around you. As you turn, you see this strange man, dwarven in nature, wearing a very similar armor to what the fibulus is wearing. In his hand, a weapon, which none of you have seen before. In the process of the combat, Faye took some hits, and the wolf was summoned, and uh, yeah, so we are picking up where we left off. That starts with me, and I rolled a nat 20, and I was aiming at
1: Really? Really? Again? Yeah, you got you got double critted and it sucked.
0: <laughs> Alright.
1: You left off with a, tw- a second 20 roll on you.
0: I made notes so I would remember.
1: <laughs> yeah, I made notes too saying that I cast a gravity bow and that I an- announced to everyone to use anything that was magical based because it will harm the ghosty ghost. She remembered that from Clyde and the stupid cursed doll thing. Because if it has magic, it deals damage. Not just the magic damage, but like the actual damage. So if it's like like my arrows. I am magic. sad.
0: My crit is only minimum damage times two. So you're taking three point or I'm sorry, six points of damage. And I need you to roll a reflex save. And you are also launched back ten feet.
2: <laughs> Oof. Shotgun blast. Wee! 23 on the reflex.
0: Alright, you landed on your feet, and you were able to wipe off this strange gel-like material that was starting to harden around your limbs.
2: Okay, hang on, you said I took 6 damage? Yes. Okay, making note.
0: Okay. Kalilah, Hugan Mugen.
2: Woo! Time, finally. Alright,
1: well, first and foremost, uh, scattering as, as Kalila, Hugan's going up on, how tall are the ceilings in here? I just asked because of movement.
0: Uh, I believe they are anywhere between, so there's a high point where everything kind of tears up. At the highest point, it's 20 feet up. Uh, the standard height is 10 to 15.
1: All right, so I'm gonna keep, Huguen's uh, gonna be about where he is, but on the ceiling, mm-hmm. just for clarification. Mm-hmm. so my first action is to move okay which I already ma- took my movement because I'm not standing in a wonderful cluster shot like nope mm-mm, not happening not with a ranged person and then I'm looking up a spell to see if I wanted to cast any of my spells before I take a pot shot okay. give me one second
0: while we wait on that fibulous. can I get a uh, knowledge well, let's do the per- you have the gunslinger knowledge right i
3: think so is i don't know if that actually comes into my uh skills or that's just
0: like part of the build uh let's just do knowledge engineering let me get a quick knowledge engineering check from you
1: magic spells because they're magic they do work on
0: ghosts right yes they do 26 defibulus with the 26 you stare at this strange creatures the strange dwarf's weapon It looks nothing like you've seen before, but after seeing Faye get shot twice, you notice that the drums that rotate around the main barrel seem to have different markers. One says AP, I'm sorry, one says um, standard, one says, shows like an explosion symbol, and the other one shows like a gel symbol, like a, a little green square.
3: So kind of like the turret did when we were playing with the ammo types.
0: Correct. So for reference for you and our listeners, basically, you know, the riot shotgun with the drum from Fallout? Yes. Take that drum concept, make it into three and make it to where it also revolves. So he has three different types of ammo that he can use at random. And this is very much for us to know is a riot shotgun. Nice but this is nothing like Defibulus has ever seen before. And it definitely gives him that sense of, there are something very very basic like a shotgun, but nothing like this.
1: A decision of, I am just going to take two, I can fire two arrows, right?
0: Uh, You took a movement?
1: Yes, so only one?
0: Yeah, because you have to take, it's a full round action for.
1: Okay, fantastic. So I'm gonna fire actually one of my bouncy arrows. Okay. So if I hit, the main target, it will automatically veer off and hit a second target for half damage if it's within okay. 20 meters. And Wolfy Wolf is within 20 meters. All right. So I'm going to be firing at the main big bag dude. Okay. Well, on die, I rolled a three.
0: <laughs> it wasn't
1: a one, but I think I missed. <laughs> I'm just not even going to calculate what that was to hit. I mean, I guess I should.
0: You should just be safe.
1: I mean, that's a dirty 20.
0: That arrow just whizzes by, and it seems as if the ghost notices it as he just slowly slides back and turns. He is now facing you and has the smirk. Now, what kind of fur brings a arrow to a gunfire?
1: But I, I don't know if I actually have a comeback for that because my head, uh... So I'm just going to just be like, it was mostly a distraction. As I have my little ratty new friend, Mugen, fire at him. Distraction. Right.
0: What is Mugen what? using?
1: That's, I'm figuring that out. Hold on. I know, did he, didn't he? did he already fire his little missiles?
0: No, no. he has not had a chance to. That was to. in
1: the last combat. So he yep. is going to be using his little uh magic mithrals. Okay. little magic mithrals to attack him. Now I do have a question on technicality. We're not close enough to be, con- is he considered flanked? Does Mugen get bonus for flanking? Mm,
0: no, because he is technically able to see both of you.
1: Okay, no, that's fair, that's fair. So for the Mugen attack. Ika! Now I'm learning this new character sheet. Uh, 23. Does a 23 hit?
0: No, a twenty-three doesn't hit. There are many explosions all the, around him, and this ghost creature looks at Mew, uh looks at Mugen and raises an eyebrow, and just goes, "Did that rat just shoot and misses at me? What's up with that?"
1: Surprise, surprise.
0: Uh, that makes it Hugan's turn.
1: It does make it a Hugan's turn, and I doubt a tangling attack because it's not magical work on this thing. So I don't know if Hugin can actually do anything.
0: It's up to you.
2: Still a distraction. Yeah, still a distraction.
0: Yeah, I mean, technically, physical attacks do harm incorporeal creatures; they just do less damage.
1: Okay, I'm going to have Huguen do a cob strike to entangle his gun. And use his webbing to see if I can get him to not use, be able to use his gun for a round.
0: Okay, go for I it. I know
1: it's a harder hit, but I want to try. Go for it. Come on, Hugan. 25.
0: That doesn't even hit his normal AC, so no.
1: Okay, well, webbing goes flying. Missed on all three accounts.
0: That makes it Defibulous's turn. Defibulus, you will get flanking because he is not looking at you. He is currently looking at Kalila. But you also have a uh, a nice little spirit wolf up in your business.
3: Can I try to, is intimidating a spirit animal allowed? You can try. Because I was like, animal handling. But I'm like, wait, you have to actually uh, be trained in animal handling and own the animal, I think.
1: I'm kind of mad at myself. I forgot to do Hunter's Howl.
0: 27 to intimidate. All right. You intimidate it, it backs off just a little bit, but still is growling and snarling, staring at you. So he is not right on top of you. He took like a step back. But not like, now is it enough that I can
3: back away if I wanted to?
0: No, he is still within melee striking range. It's more of a, like if you yell at a dog that is growling at you, it might back off just that half step. But this thing is still very much trained to attack you. I'm just pleased I've intimidated the sun now and I have intimidated the spirit wolf
2: good job defibulous the fearsome Uh (laughs) with bare feet
0: brave brave sir defibulous he ran he bravely ran away
3: I've got knighted sweet where are my followers
1: I mean I think I count a little
3: bit Ah, you're not a follower you don't take orders from me
1: no that's fair
0: so are you just taking a, a guarded five-foot step back, or are you actually, like, taking a full retreat?
3: Well, I'm going to load magic rounds into my into my uh, rifle, though. Okay. And I have flanking, you said, on the one guy.
0: Yep. Now, you are going to be shooting out of melee range, so the wolf might get an attack of opportunity.
3: Yeah, he would get, an, uh, because, yeah, range versus melee at that point, yeah. Mm-hmm damn. I was like, I'll speak to animals and it says it does not make them any more friendly towards you. <laughs> like the game knew what I was plotting. Well, Defabius is curious. He's going to use point blank shot right to the wolf's
0: face. Yes! Do okay. It. I'm here for it.
3: I give you not 20.
0: Okay, that's a hit.
3: Actually, I'm beginning to hate critting because of all the damn math that's involved. <laughs>
0: Um, Now the question is, when you crit, are you going to do more than 50 points of damage?
3: It's Highly likely, yes.
0: And that's uh, because it's a clip-based, it's a simple action. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure. Fair enough. So I just need to know if you do more than 50 points of damage. So when you math, once you pass that uh, 55, 50, 55 area, let me know.
3: Yeah, I... I, do you want the full damage or just the point when I hit 50?
0: Just when the point you hit 50.
3: Yeah, I, I easily blew past 50 with just the die roll almost itself.
0: Alright. Spirit Wolf uh, just explodes into an Estral astral, Estral, Howl oh my. and just disappears into existence.
3: Now, did we ever determine if Deferios can shoot twice per round or not?
0: Uh, not if you use a simple action because it's a full round attack to, uh, all right, that was the ghost's turn, or the wolf's turn. It is no longer the wolf's turn. Faye, you're round.
2: I need to double check the effect on my armor, but if it does what I want it to do, if the wording is correct, I want to move from here to here.
0: Let me pull up your armor real quick. Yeah, I'm and going the there viewers, myself.
2: Sure.
1: For the viewers who are blind, here to here is, is in front of the bad guy and then behind the
2: bad guy. It's about 20 feet.
0: Then yes, you will be able to use the shadow step to up to step away and then appear behind him.
1: Yeah, can step up to twice the distance the user can travel, so you can go up to sixty meters, and it is without being deca- detected.
3: I just thought you were going to say without being decapitated.
1: Without being decapitated too. I mean, you kind of have to be detected to
2: be decapitated. I mean, look, I, I like my head where it is. Thank you. Are you sure?
0: I don't know. It might look good on a pike.
2: Only if it's pink. And not very many people have pink pikes.
3: And also, you know, it is kind of stylish to, you know, to carry one's own severed head under their arm and walk
0: around. All right, so are you doing that magic, st- the shadow step?
2: Yes, one use of the armor, that's allowed twice per day.
0: All right, so you appear behind him.
2: Undetected. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for the first one at no penalty, and the second one at a minus four. Correct. The second one misses completely because I rolled a two.
0: Okay, so second attack is a complete miss. A swing and a miss. First attack
2: is a 19 on the dice. Ooh.
0: And everything else? Uh, which weapon is your main?
2: my chicken snatch says I get a plus
0: ten on that one. Alright, so that's a twenty-nine, so that is a hit.
2: Okay, yay. So that gets forty six plus the damage, right?
0: Uh yep. Is this mag- is this weapon magical or has magical properties? The
2: Hawk short sword. Yep, I it's believe, magical. Yes,
0: that is magical because you bought it from Mexi. So that's
2: twenty nine damage.
0: As your weapon makes purchase into his back, you hear him growl and turn, and he looks at you annoyed, surprised, and goes, you fracking slut! And uh, you hear, or you see the barrels rotate quickly and you hear the sound of a bullet entering the chamber. It is now his attack. I'm sorry, Faye.
2: Did he crit again?
0: Uh, let me check my weapon crit. He does not. But does a... 30 hit? Oh. Oh. I'm sorry, Faye. I do crit. Let me see which ammo type he's using. He is using gel rounds again.
1: These are low damage. Gooey.
0: 14 damage. And then I need a... Reflex check.
2: 21.
0: All right, that passes the reflex check. This barrel, this gun at short range does knock people back 10 feet. So you are going to bounce off that back wall and I'm going to give you an option. Would you like to feign being unconscious? Hmm.
1: Would that give her penalties as considered to be prone since she's faking it?
0: Yes, she would basically purposely let herself fall prone but if she passes the stealth check, the car- the enemy would turn his back on her. It's the idea of she is faking that she is unconscious.
1: Or she could keep his attention so we can both get back shots.
0: Right, so it's up to Faye on which way she wants to go because I do not know how much HP she has. I just know that she keeps getting hit by everything. I'm down to
2: 45.
0: So you're bloody.
2: I'm about ha- about half health.
0: So yeah, you're you're wo- you're pretty badly wounded. You've got scrapes and bruises across your body.
2: Okay, I'm just going to assume that you're going to continue to crit me. <laughs> so I'm not gonna get to use my nifty cleric shadow step. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna fake.
0: All right, I need you to roll your, normally it would be a perception, or not perception, it would be a acting. I don't think there's bluff in this game. Let's do stealth. I'm gonna allow you to use the stealth and it'll be his perception versus your stealth.
3: There is actually a bluff check.
0: Okay, well, I rolled a four on die, so I'm just gonna say Faye's gonna outroll me, so just roll a d20 if you outroll. A roll do Don't roll a one.
2: Could... Yeah. <laughs> I did not roll lower
0: than a (laughs) four. All right, then you have, quote unquote, passed out. The spirit ghost gives you a light kick just to see. Of course, you don't react. Uh, You do feel a slight uh, chill enter your body as his spirit form passes through you. He gives a chuckle and he slowly turns to the rest of the party. Now that your little backstab is gone, now it's y'all's turn. He chambers another bullet and it's prepared to fight. That puts us on Kalila's turn.
1: Hunter's Howl, first and foremost. And I believe that gives everybody a bonus from here on out that is a plus two to damage and a plus two to hit. Nice. Because it treats enemy as favored for nine rounds. Also nice. It does have a DC 13, will negate, spell resistant, none.
0: Well, I rolled a 19 on die.
1: Well, screw you and my dice. Alright. But, that being said, the second spell I'm going to cast, regardless of that, is Air Geyser. And I'm going to blast him against the ceiling.
0: Okay. Do I get a reflex check?
1: Yes dc 15 partial damage
0: i missed it by one point
1: ha ha so let me roll my damage that blasts airs of deals 2d6 bludgeoning damage and knocks the opponent upward so he will you said these ceilings are anywhere if it's at least 10 feet to 20 feet he should take damage from both ceiling and the fall
0: it's uh he is taking damage from ceiling and fall where he's at the ceiling's only about 10 feet
1: Alrighty, I don't know how much fall and ceiling damage is, but the air geyser itself deals 11 points of damage.
0: Okay, 1d6, so we're going to give you 2d6 for roof and se- floor.
1: Alright, so roll another 2d6. Yep. He takes another six points total of damage.
0: Okay, you can mugen. You can.
1: And that would technically leave him prone until he gets his butt up. And then Hugan Mugen, yes. Now Mugen needs a round to reload his little missiles. Mm -hmm. So he's going to come up while this guy is uh, prone and do two claw attacks. Or I'm sorry, bite attacks. We're going to do two bite attacks. All right. Do I need to roll to hit since he is prone?
0: Yes, because it just drops his AC.
1: Okay, nope, that's fair. So his bite attack it's going to be 32 no wait no wait i i miscalc I, I read range instead of melee um 29 that's a hit do i need to roll for both yes okay then 28 is the second bite.
0: then yes you're, you both hit
1: awesome then he will take two bites one for nine and one for five
0: this guy still looks pretty healthy. Hugan.
1: Gonna make another uh, entangling attack on his weapon. Okay. Hugan misses. He rolled a
0: two.
1: <laughs> I'm not even gonna try. Well, okay, wait. No, I should probably. Just in case. But I'm pretty sure that's a miss. Would that be considered melee or
0: ranged? Ranged?
1: Does a 12 do anything?
0: No, it does not.
3: Okay. Yeah, he missed.
0: Fibulous, you're around.
3: Well, I'm going to shoot him with my magic bullet.
0: All right. Shoot him with your magic bullet. I will. 23. That's a miss. While he's prone? Uh Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, I I literally roll below a 10. But I (laughs) am going to shoot a second time, though. (laughs) 32. That's a hit. Does that feel normal now for you?
0: No, it feels bad. It makes me cry a little.
3: Yes, cry. <laughs> 20 damage.
0: Okay, give me one sec. Faye, you're around. Uh, the guy in front of you is now classified as prone.
1: And since he's facing, yeah, technically he's facing, so it could be also another back attack since he thinks that you're you're dead or knocked out at least.
0: Yep. It would just be a stealth roll to make sure that he doesn't catch wind of her movement.
2: Stab him in the back! I will indeed stab him in the back. Okay.
0: I need stealth roll first. Nat 20. All right. So you are good on that stealth attack. Though it's not because you rolled a nat 20, it's because I also rolled left.
2: <laughs> Close enough, I'll take it. Okay, so the first one is made with no penalty and a minor bonus from the sword, and the second one is made with a negative four, right?
0: But he is also prone, so it would technically be a plus four to the first attack and plus four to the second. It's plus four to your attack because he's prone. He takes a minus four. So technically you hit both with no penalty.
2: Well, I have rolled a two on the second one. I'm fairly certain it doesn't hit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, second hit doesn't hit.
2: Man, I want to see if the bone knife does any damage to him. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, does he take poison damage?
0: Uh, Yes, because it is magical poison.
2: He should have taken poison on the last hit, then.
0: Okay. Uh, I can retrograde that. How much damage would it be?
2: Uh, 1d3. Okay. So he'll take it again this time too okay. um i've rolled another like 29 for the okay. first one that's a hit 12 sneak attack damage seven weapon damage and 1d3 Oops. three poison damage okay i keep forgetting about the poison damage
0: It's his turn. Uh, Let's see. Oh, this works perfectly for me. Oh. Still prone, Kalila. you notice that he looks up and his hand slides off the barrel of his, uh, off the front of his barrel and it starts to glow red. All of a sudden, a belt of flame just comes burning out, covering Mugen. Mugen's on the roof, correct? Correct. I need a reflex check from Hugan to see if he still takes fire damage and you as a belt of flame comes straight down the line hitting you now or go- maybe hitting you. We're going to see.
1: All right. Well, I'm pretty sure Huguen made it with a 19 on die, which would give him a 29 reflex check. Mm-hmm. And then mine.
0: Oh, no, you don't get a reflex check. He gets a reflex check because he's on the roof.
1: Okay, well, you mentioned Kalila.
0: Because he hits Kalilah, I'm, that was my fault. Oh. Does a 20, 24 hit?
1: Does it go to me or to you if it's on the nose?
0: Uh, I always play to the defender.
1: Alright, so my AC is a 24.
0: Okay, what about Mugen?
1: He has a 20.
0: Alright, so Mugen is getting lit up on by fire.
1: He's a mechanical rat. He should be okay.
0: Ten points of fire damage. As he now takes a guarded roll and stands up. Where he's at? Uh, The air geyser is a one-time shot, or is it continual? One-time shot. Okay, so he stands up where he's at. Yes. I burned Mugen. Uh, Let's see. I got one more movement. I don't like Mugen standing there, so Mugen's going to get shot. Mm Mm-hmm. And I rolled a 16.
1: Actually misses.
0: So Mugen basically just sees bullet shots and riddle around him and just completely misses.
1: But he doesn't have attack of opportunity and can him his butt back.
0: He does not have attack of opportunity. After the spirit makes it, Kalilah, Yugen Mugen.
1: Okay, well, first and foremost, I'm going to have Hugan move over to Faye.
0: I don't have the reach. Never mind.
1: Yeah, because he's on the ceiling. He's above him. Yeah, I know. Yes. So Hugan is going to crawl across the ceiling, drop down next to Faye. And this is one of those combined things because I can cast spells.
0: Hugin will be fine. I was about to say, technically, that's the wind barrier, but it'll be on the outside of that square.
1: That's what yep. I was assuming. It was on the outside. So yep. he's yep. he's literally practically dropping on top of Faye, like within a foot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Because I have the ability to share spells through Hugin. I can pa- cast them through him. Certain spells, anyways. There is a yes. shared spell. And I am going to do a touch heal attack, essentially. So I'm going to cast Cure Moderate Wounds on Faye. So this is Kalila's action, casting the spell to heal Faye. Because Kalila can clearly see she's taken several hits and is bloody. Mm-hmm. That and this is the... I mean, we've had some smaller combats and what have you, but she's, she's taking a beating right now. So with that, I am going to heal Faye... As soon as I roll it and let you know how many points of health you are going to be bestowed. 12 plus 9. 21. Thank you. You were healed 21 points, Faye. So Hugan practically drops on top of you and then lifts one little spider paw and
2: you feel better. Thank you. Uh huh. I think
3: it would have be been great if you would have been like, hi, and, and then Spider, he goes, I heal you and pops you in the forehead.
2: Right? I heal! Flat little spider paw to the forehead. Sorry, this is an interesting moment for Faye. Um, Spiders are favored of her god. Yeah, that's why you've liked Hugin since the beginning, going, he's a good boy.
1: Exactly. But since I have one last little thing, after casting that, I am going to take a wonderful pot shot at our wonderful friend here, again. And... I, I know Kalila's is gonna be hesitant, but I actually want to use Wild Shot.
0: <laughs> Let me get my chart up.
1: I, I, I'm hesitant. I'm like 99% sure there, but I'm like I have Faye and Hugan and Hugan. Wh- whatever, it's all close. it. In. We're doing it. Do We're doing it.
3: it. I'd like to point out that at least it wasn't me starting the Wild Shots today.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Say that now.
0: All right, roll to hit.
1: All right, rolling away. Mathing. 32.
0: That is a hit.
1: Finally. So for just the straight arrow damage, since it is still an arrow, he's gonna take 15 points of damage from the arrow. And then what is it, a D6?
0: It is a D6 first
1: which is I rolled a 2.
0: Alright, and then I need you to roll a d100.
1: Percentile. 86.
0: 86. You feel as if your muscles in your body begin to flex in a ability that's almost giving you this pre precog of being attacked. The next dodge or saving throw you must do will be an automatic success. Right.
1: Nice. Damn. As far as Koala knows, nothing happened.
0: He feels a little twitchy. Alright.
1: <laughs>
0: Defibulous, your round.
1: Wait, Mugen gets oh, to attack.
0: Sorry, forgot. Mugen, your round. Missed to the
1: face! Okay, I'm not doing a cold shot to the face, but I got enthusiastic. <laughs> That's fine. I'm going to do another missile attack with Mugen. Okay. Rolling. Does a 28.
0: Does not hit. Pulse. That makes it Defibulous's round.
3: We need to get your little uh, rat targeting system.
1: I mean, he has a better chance to hit Technic- or almost as good as Kalila. We'll get him a laser pointer, too.
3: So this guy's, like, completely flanked at this point because I see, like, two or three people up around him.
0: Yeah, he is completely flanked.
1: Do I get a bonus for flanking then?
0: Yeah, you should have.
1: Okay, well, you didn't tell me that, so whatever he, I would have
0: Well, if you look at it, he is completely flanked. Like, you, he's got Mugen, Faye, you. What's so flanking
1: right, bonus then?
0: Plus what, two?
3: I believe so, yes. So plus
0: with a two. 20,
1: what did I say?
3: It was I thought it was like a 27, 28 you rolled.
1: I think it was a 28, I'm doing the math, hold on. Yeah, it was a 28, so does a 30 hit?
0: Yes, yeah, so a 30 would hit.
1: Alright, yay! Hold on, let me roll my... I think it's a D4.
0: You're
3: welcome.
1: determine how many missures. Fire one D4 missiles, let me roll my four. Oop. Three missiles. Okay. And they do 2 D6 damage each, so I'm gonna give you the three numbers. The first missile does five. Mm -hmm. the second missile does six and the third missile does seven
0: so 18 all day
1: sure if you were counting
0: okay he uh, he's looking pretty uh, beaten up defibulous your round
3: so uh, Mr.
0: dwarf person with a gun do you want to give up yet he looks at you and spits on the ground. He's like, I ain't giving up you chummers. Come on, I will take y'all. I'll let y'all see the great dragon beyond.
3: Ma'am, um, I don't know what dragon you're talking about, nor do I know what a chummer is, but okay, your call, buddy.
1: I had the same question. What's a chummer?
3: <laughs>
1: no clue. I mean, I'm just imagining fish bait, a bucket of fish
3: bait, like chum. Hmm, you know, that's entirely accurate, I, I would assume.
0: Please roll your attack. Who said that? The devil on your shoulder.
3: Uh, you know, I almost want to point the gun at the, the gun at the devil on my shoulder <laughs> and shoot it. The
1: fibula one. Yeah,
3: I don't think I have. Yeah, I don't think we had. I got my grit back. I think I'm only down to one grit at this point for my notes. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: I'm gonna. I'm gonna test now. That see if the magic bullets will work on his gun this time.
0: Okay. See
3: if I can maybe jam it or something. 36 that is a hit Is flanking just damage bonus or hit bonus hit bonus okay
0: 23 damage all right as your bullet hits and pierces into this strange incorporeal dwarf with a shotgun the world slowly freezes and turns to black and white as that is the end of this episode oh
3: shit i broke the world
0: The storyteller stops talking for just a moment to breathe. And as he slowly exhales, the campfire goes out. The storyteller's eyes look up at us. And we notice that the campsite is being illuminated in a strange blue light. His eyes, lit by this strange light, looks at us and then slowly looks up. We watch his gaze for a moment and then we ourselves looks up and the moon is directly above and it is massive and glowing and illuminating the campsite brightly. The storyteller chuckles just for a moment. <laughs> well, 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 my friends. It seems as if our time for this eve has come to an end, for the moon, she is high, and it is unfortunately time for us to say farewell. But as always, me friends, may the dice gods bless your every role. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder. Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at what the Dice Pod, Twitter at WhatTheDicePod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us.